Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. <laughs> Today on the show, I've got wonderful hip-hop artist. Uh, she's got a new EP. It's called What's Next. Uh, it is so good. Uh, definitely uh, listen to that shit um, like I did just now when I made dinner and was bumping it. And I was like grooving to the stove. Like I was on the stove cooking dinner to the, to the rhythm. <laughs> Um, production is amazing, uh, killer bars by, by her here, um, yeah, I'm here to talk about her artistry, uh, and why she does what she does, so, Moody, welcome to the show. Thank you, it's nice to be here, finally. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely, it's been a long time coming. Um, oh yeah, the cat. Hello. <laughs> um. And friends. Yes. Right. Uh, how are you, how was your day? I'm good. My day was interesting. It's rare to have like a Monday off. So I was like, okay. I almost was like, hey, do you want to move this up? And I'm like, uh, I've, I've rearranged this enough times, mm -hmm. you know? So For sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's that's all good. I mean, this week is going to be, this is actually my fourth episode today. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and then I have another four on Wednesday. Friday will be really busy. Like Wait, it's, am I the fourth though? You're the fourth. Yeah, oh, you're four the last is my favorite one. number. I'm so glad. It was meant to be. It was. Uh, what is your day job? Ooh, I work in a field that you probably wouldn't assume for me to work in, but I like to keep my life separate. But just know, I deal with people that. It's okay. Stress well, me <laughs> through the day. Sure, yeah. So I, it was cool to have this day off. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be my own vibe. You can't be the star. It's about me right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're you're like my guest like every fucking day. Okay, like you live here. I yeah. You can be if you want an episode. Just ask me. Right. Damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. But yes, I deal with people there, and then I have to snap back into being myself, which mm -hmm. is like. Definitely a mixed personality vibe because it's like okay, there. Turn the light switch on. Go home. Turn the light switch off. Yeah, you know? yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that constant, like uh, that constant alternating between, like, giving your energy to to different to what's around you and shit. Absolutely. Um, I dishwash uh, at Company Brewing, um, and I love working there. Yeah. But it's nice because like. I can kind of just be in my, like, zone, like, and just not talk to anybody for hours. And it's really nice, but there's also people there to talk to if I want to. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it's a good balance of both, like, st st it's it's pretty stimulating job. You get to be to yourself, though, right? Like, yeah. you can probably listen to music and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my job doesn't call for that shit at oh, all. Damn. <laughs> it's a buzz skill for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you're... You gotta, I mean, that's why you have your shows and your music uh, to right. keep you uh, extra lit and uh, extracts energetic, uh, which I'm excited to talk about because, like, oh my god, like, I like, I cannot wait to, like, see you the next time because, like, just seeing some of these songs live uh, is going to be, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to definitely talk about that. So for just, sure. Just, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. No problem. So to start, uh, I'd love to hear about, uh, I guess, like, um, in your in your uh, growing up, uh, I guess, like, what did music mean to you? Like, where did you start, like, actually 
uh, where did the craft of music uh, begin, like, ha having a creative outlet for yourself? Um, I think music has always been relevant to me, sort of thing, but I think words meant more to me than anything did, mm -hmm. you know? I've always been, like, very expressive. Um, so, like, I was raised by my father. I'm my father's only child, but my mom has 12 kids. So, like, going from house to house mm -hmm. was, like, a weird thing. And all I knew how to do is really just, like, talk. So I would express myself in these broad-ass metaphors as a child. Like, imagine this. And my parents would be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, what mm -hmm. the fuck? And then I started writing short stories. And then that got into poetry. And then that took me into rap. So it's kind of just been like an escalation. Mm -hmm. um, I never really listened to rap music as a child, which is very rare. Mm -hmm. Like or weird, I guess, with just like the genre that I'm in. I was very R&B dominant and sure, yeah. old school. My dad is old as hell. Yeah. He was 41 when he had me, so it was like, okay. You know, so to hear what I'm doing now, it's like, I don't know, it's funny to me, like, <laughs> yeah. what would old moods say, you know? Right, yeah. But it's important, and mm -hmm. hip hop or rap started to be very important to me, like as I grew older and got more aggressive and became more moody like not to say that hip-hop is a, an aggressive genre but it just related to me more yeah and it's something that sticks with me now so it's like yeah. okay I yeah <laughs> oh totally and i think that the whole aggression that often gets associated with hip-hop is like the the confrontational delivery that a lot of hip-hop artists tend to approach like not only like their shows, but also like, you know, the subject matter too. And yeah. like, you know, what they're confronting while they're, you know, in their lyrics and It's know. both, but yeah. it's supposed to be. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I don't think people should be alarmed by it or put it into like one thing because it's so much more yeah. than what it is. And like, okay, if your perception is this is aggressive, you not looking deep enough into it or it's just right. something that you can't relate to <clears throat> type of thing you know yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like because then it's like people are gonna instantly be, be turned off like that oh it's too angry for me or if it's or it's too like it's too uh you know talking about sensitive shit and like i can't deal with that but really like it's about a lot of it like is definitely rooted in empowerment right. and to build community um which is definitely apparent here like in Milwaukee like there's you know a very very awesome and thriving hip-hop community uh that you know uh is built off of supporting one another and built off of the energy that each other give off at all the shows and with like you know everyone dropping stuff like you know there's there's a lot of love for it here uh definitely so like it's a good city to feel empowered in through that yeah I mean I love the city the city love me back sometime, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's like that everywhere. I love it here, though. I love the music that's here. It's, like, so many different... We just got our own vibe. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, okay, a lot of places might say that, but I like the fact that, like, we're the underdog. Nobody oh, is yeah. looking here, but there's a yeah. gold mine here. I oh, feel totally. like. And I know a lot of those people, and I'm, like, appreciative to be able to work around them, but I'm also glad to be one of them. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Totally. You know? So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I gotta give a shout out. I, I've been giving her a lot of shout outs lately, but she deserves every one of them. Gotta shout out Mocha, because oh, okay, for sure. <laughs> uh, MK Expanded is is a great 
great platform for like a lot of these underdog artists, yeah. you know, ones that, you know, have never, haven't gotten nearly like the, the platform they deserve or are emerging artists like working to infiltrate the industry the proper way. For sure. Uh, she does great work with that. Um, Mocha came and she made sure that she knew like the right people or the right artists or good artists, I would say. And like now it's hard to be one of those artists and not know who she is in oh, some really? way, shape, or form. So you gotta, I mean, you gotta give some credit where it's oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, I just, believe. shout out to the women, I feel like. Shout out to the we've women. We've been getting our shit off, so. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> yeah, shout oh, out to yeah. all of us. That shit's cool as fuck. Oh, God, yeah, like, uh, the, the women in this city um, making fucking amazing music are just waves. absolutely killing <laughs> waves killing it shui great genius mm -hmm. um you know you obviously uh audie like like there's just too many to name um i apologize to anyone i left because the, the, like, there's just so many you know right. uh um true west is another one as well uh when was like when around what age were you when uh, you turned when poetry became rap for you oh i think i was i mean i was always rapping in the poetry so i mean if you look at past interviews people ask me this question normally and i was doing poetry in attempts to be in like some slams that my high school was having and the poetry instructor I wasn't like the best high school student, you know, and he just so happened to also be one of my teachers, so he yeah. didn't really fuck with me like that, because <laughs> I was bad as shit in my classes, but whatever, real niggas fucked with me, but <laughs> right, yeah. um, he was a poetry instructor, so I went to him with my poems, and he was like, um, these sound too much like rap, like you can't be in the slams, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, they're the same thing, you know what I'm saying, just because this is how I'm writing my stanzas doesn't make it any less of a poem yeah. necessarily, you know? So I was like, fuck dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just started like really making them raps at that point, really making them music. And then I moved down to Texas for a little bit. What city? I was in Dallas, Garland, Arlington. Um wow. Yeah, so I started in Arlington and just kind of transitioned to the other places. And they all kind of homies with one another. Yeah. They ain't that far, but... You got the whole Lone Star scene. Type shit, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I lived in Dallas as a child, too. Like, sure. a rinky deep place, but we yeah. were there. <laughs> we were definitely there. I do love Austin. <laughs> I've been to Austin a couple really? times. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I love Texas, period. The heat is something else, but I love it down there. But yeah. I was uh, a server at the time at this restaurant. I worked at Red Lobster, actually. Um, yeah, and it's always, it was just a lot of dudes around, you know, so we would just bust out, start freestyling, and like, old heads, the niggas that was like my age and shit, and it was just like, damn, this shit cool as fuck, mm -hmm. niggas being there going, and then one of the old niggas was like, hey, I got a studio in my basement, I'm like, ooh, old niggas in basements? <laughs> that sounds like some shit I don't right. want to do, but, <laughs> you know whatever yeah. so I ain't really do it but I told my sister like hey these niggas down here telling me I should get in the studio and she was like hell yeah do that shit and I'm like ugh you know no I don't know nobody down here so I just came back to the city and that's when I really started just getting my mm -hmm. shit off Sweet. when I came back here awesome um yeah uh so the head, so like was your first time in a studio here or down there? My first time in the studio was here. Sure. Yeah, I never went in Texas just because he was the only person who was oh, saying sure. like I got my little setup and he said he worked with people but I don't really trust 
men as it is that's unfortunate to say but i really don't um Can't so i yeah, yeah i am especially with the situation i was in in texas like i didn't go down there and so yay shit all good it was like Every day was a struggle to stay down there type shit. So I'm like, oh, no, if I put myself in some more LC situations, who gonna bail me out? You know what I'm saying? So I just waited till I came back to the city, started writing more raps when I got up here. And then somebody uh, at my job told me, like, oh, yeah, I know these guys with a studio. Like, you should come with me. So I was like, all right. So I went with her. And I was like, yep. This is it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. For sure. Awesome. Yeah, well, um, you've got a number of songs out on streaming now, um, mm -hmm. in addition to um, your EP. I'd love to talk about all of them, because, uh, you know, you've, uh, I'm just interested to hear about your process with each of these. So I guess, like, to start, like, um, like, so what, like, I guess, like made you want to put this EP out with the whole title like what's next yeah. like I know that like your your the first song this and that talks about like people are asking you like when you're gonna drop something mm -hmm. like people people want content from you absolutely you know so Every was, yes yeah. yeah so is that kind of like what you felt like the EP was like sort of like answering is like you know everyone's been like waiting and asking and have wanted this so it's like you know this is like my answer to that pressure sort of thing uh no i feel like i mean i'm on my own time with everything mm -hmm. and i don't want nobody to make it feel like music is a job for me because this is something that i enjoy to do um and fuck working you know what i'm saying yeah. just do shit that you like to do so i'm like all right i named the ep what's next on purpose. The cover art as a mime was intentional. The four songs was for a purpose. So all of it was kind of like, you know, I won't say came easily, but I knew how I wanted it structured. And the songs was the most, that process was not very structured, oh, if, I, I, if I say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew what I wanted the music to sound like, but all the songs that are on there, uh, none of them were supposed to be on there except for Drop. Mm. So wow, okay. yeah, Drop was the only one that I was like for sure this is going on the EP because mm -hmm. bitches ass sound like something I like to get into yeah. you know fuck <laughs> yeah. it I want people to know that but um, this and that kind of came on like a whim I just got a beat out of nowhere and sometimes I just like when I fuck with a beat really fuck with a beat the song come ASAP it's not no listen to it again come back to it later I'm writing off top as mm -hmm. soon as I hear it and. That's good, but that's bad sometimes. Um, but I already had other songs for the EP. The intro came some sort of last, and then, you know, I don't know. So I named it What's Next. I know I'm babbling, but I named it What's Next because people are always, they never satisfied. Mm -hmm. You can give them something, and they still want more. People right. are just uh, takers oh, yeah. these days. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. You're entirely I, an artist to them, not just a human being. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. really enjoying what they're doing or having fun with it. People like, all right, there go that shit. Boom. What you got for us now? Like, dang, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I knew that was going to happen. I was going to get them a four-song EP. What they've been asking for, and they were still going to be on me. But that's just what it is. And I appreciate that because it keeps me on my toes sometimes. But then again, it's like, let me breathe. Yeah. So that's yeah. why, that's where... You know, 
this and that came from. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, still very a uh, very catchy way to uh, to to capture that like that frustration that like <laughs> you know even when I put this out like it's not gonna be enough and you already want more. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, how about mood? Mood. So I write a lot of songs without beats to them. Um, I think I wrote Take Five without a beat too. Or did I have a beat today? I don't know, but I write a lot of songs without beats. So I had these lyrics in my notepad from like a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Like last year, I think, 2017, I think. I don't know. But anyway, um, damn, what the fuck? Oh, I was in the studio. <laughs> I was in the studio and um, I was recording. I just got a beat from somebody the day before. And I wrote to it that same night. And I was like, I told Cam, because that's who uh, makes the mastermind. Shout EP. out Cam. Right, shout out to Cam for sure. But um, I told him, like, hey, I'm finna put this last song on there. So I was recording it, and I was like, this shit don't sound right. Then my niggas walked in, late as a bitch. But, oh yeah, shout out to Bridge and Kyle, they're my niggas. But they walked <laughs> in, and Bridge was like, hey, you gotta listen to these beats. Kyle had them on his phone. So I put the headphones in, I'm listening to them. And I think the mood beat was the first one that I was listening to. And I was like, what the fuck? This shit just started hitting hard out of nowhere. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I'm like, let me look through my notepad. I know I got something that go to this. And then mood. I don't do emotion, baby. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, which one y'all think should go on an EP? This one that I recorded initially or this one? And everybody was like. It ain't even a question. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn. I was like, what do I name it? Because the name I got for it in my notepad, Week. And Bridge was like, shit, just name it like Mood or something. And I was like, oh, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not good at ad-libs or nothing. But when I got back in there and I was listening to it, I was just like, Mood, 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 Mood and shit. Oh, no, that's to this and that. But after we went with Mood, everything was Mood. So I went back and did the lives on this and that. Added the moves in there. Mood was named Mood. Everything was just like cohesive at that point. And I'm like, oh, I bet we solid now. Right. Where did the I don't do emotion, baby? Like, where did that sort of come out of? Uh, I think. I mean, really, what the song was about? My relations with women are unhealthy. I'm probably a toxic woman partner. <laughs> That's sad to say, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to my music, I say a lot about that. That's really what it is. Like. When I get with a woman or have been with a woman or whatever the case may be, like, I am a very emotional person naturally, but I definitely don't try to have emotions for women mm -hmm. in any fashion or way, shape, or form because bitches play too much, <laughs> for one. For two, I already have emotional ties somewhere and I can't offer a split of that for you, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I make sure that people that I deal with understand that before I get into those situations so that you have a choice as to whether or not you want to deal with my bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of what sure. it is. So I just, I don't know. I don't tell people or women straight up front, like, I'm not going to have zero feeling for you. But at the end of the day, like, my intentions are not to be emotional with you. So please don't expect that out of me because... Mm -hmm. You gonna see shit not be what you want it to be yeah, very quick. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Were you like were you just kind of like emotionally unavailable? To women? Yeah. Um or guarded maybe? 
maybe guarded. I mean, not not necessarily because that make it sound like, oh, who broke your heart? It's just I have things that I'm looking for in women, and emotional relationship is not that mm -hmm. at this time. So I don't do it for emotional gain. Mm -hmm. It's more of like a stimulant than it is. Sure. Uh, I don't know, something that's absolutely necessary. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say like women play too much. I mean, do you think guys play as much as women do? Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't... Everyone plays too much. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I, you won't hear me talking about like guy relationships in my raps because that's not something I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. So the person that I've been dealing with now is really the only person that like relationship-wise and real feelings-wise that I've ever been with on that level. And... You know, God forbid if anything was to go left there, I don't intend on being with another man. And that's probably when I would be emotionally available to a woman. Oh, and that sure. sounds fucked up, yeah. but like, I definitely, I don't know. I, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Men now, it's just too much going on in the world. And maybe I'll just be to myself or something oh, at yeah. that point. But, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I feel like I'm, in some ways, I can be similar. Because, like, similar to you, like, I'm, uh, very emotional guy myself, um, and I'm openly like emotional. I'm very empathetic. Right. You know, I I like to offer my emotional um, like presence and my emotional like um, just kind of like I like I I offer it. I kind of wear it on my sleeve, you know, and right. I offer it to other people. And like, you know. For example, if like, someone is sad or upset or angry, I always try to like empathize with them, mm -hmm. but it'll be easy for me to absorb that emotion at the same time. Right. Where it's like, if everyone else is pissed off or if I'm dealing with someone who's pissed off, I'm going to start getting pissed off. Mm -hmm. I'm like that kind of person. So it's like, I feel like I struggle with like being an emotional person, but also have to like keep people at arm's length a lot. Yeah. Because like, otherwise I'm going to be like too vulnerable or I'm gonna be I'm gonna absorb too much of like others emotions and it's gonna make me feel like shit right you know I, I know. definitely know how to keep people far away though I'm only emotionally available to people that I'm close to yeah you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I don't allow people to get close to me and that's probably what women I don't really allow them to get close to me mm -hmm. for me to become emotionally available because I realize what I'm capable of once I am emotionally available and everybody don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to just yeah. be around giving that to everybody because, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. people totally. are weird and people will try to drain you. Right. And that's uh -huh. very unhealthy, especially for what I'm trying to be on. I can't afford that. Exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> so all. real. Yeah. Like, especially when you have like, you know, creative dreams, you know, like, like you need a lot of time to yourself sure. and you need a lot of energy to allocate to yourself and your craft and what you need to do to move forward. And like a lot of people try to like, you know, they want like to be on your mind all the time, you know, not gonna happen, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> not here, dear. Mm -mm. Right. Like they want, you know, they want you, your attention all the time or like, you know, they want you to be like, their validation mechanism you know that's fine like you know like by all means like everyone deserves to feel validated but you know it's like you you you're confident in yourself confident enough for you to know for you to like be making music and sharing your music with the world because like that's 
you know, that's like kind of how you, that's how you relate to the rest of the world, you know, that's what you devote your energy to. And like people that don't have like an outlet that they're very passionate about, or like at least just haven't found it yet, you know, they just don't quite understand that. You know, I get that. It's hard. I've had like a lot of partners where like that's been a problem. Yeah. It's it's frustrating because I don't want to have to be the bad guy. I don't want to be the asshole, but like. Well, I just need to shut the rest of the world off a lot. It's like that, yeah. I don't know. I think more recently with, with women or whatever. I don't know. I feel, I, for whatever reason, lately, I've really been wanting a girlfriend. I know that's bad, mm-hmm. but I'm like, dang. But it's hard, too, because as soon as I start getting close to somebody, I just off top, just naturally be like, hell no. Nah. Right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that because I had yeah. so many people cross me and shit, especially this year. Like... No, I had so many people. Y'all are not. crossing Moody. <laughs> we y'all are crossing me. Y'all hurry out. What you, the fuck? Are you fucking no. serious? <laughs> I don't know. People just turn yeah. out to not be who I think they yeah. are. And that's unfortunate because I really like to think that I'm good at reading people. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that I also, like like you said, overextend or over put myself out there sometimes. So I don't know. I haven't released nothing. And people have been asking me why I haven't released nothing since What's Next. But it's because, like, the music that I've been making, and it's gonna sound fucked up, but the music that I've been making has been like more, like, real shit. And mm-hmm. not to say that the last music was not real shit. This is just like other side of moody type mm-hmm. shit, like the depths and all of that. And yeah. that's not what I'm ready for people to hear mm-hmm. just yet, because I don't want people to dissect my thoughts like that. Yeah. Right. And I've said that to people when they've been asking me stuff, and they're like, "That's selfish. <laughs> the people deserve to hear it, but it's like." This is why I'm not giving right. it to y'all because the response is like that. It, I have to go through this process first. This is therapeutic to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Listening back to myself, share my own experiences from my other point of view. Right. So before I give it to y'all, let me make sure my shit is in order and let me make sure I'm ready for y'all to read me mm-hmm. like this. Because this is my own shit. Right. You know? Exactly. And that's yeah. personal to you. You know? I mean, your, <laughs> your fans got to be considerate of that. Like... You know, it's like you're this you're figuring it out too. For you know, sure. like Absolutely. you know, like sometimes you may not be ready to unpack. And uh, also you want to take your time with it because you don't want to say something that you're going to feel like you shouldn't have said or do something you shouldn't have done or something gets dropped too early but it wasn't quite finished, you know. It's like yeah, yeah like that's why I admire like taking your time to just, you know, digest what you're working through right now into the into the best it can be for sure yeah i got a lot of music not a lot maybe a lot i don't know no. depends but for sure. i got a couple songs for sure in the vault and i've been waiting like on the right time but mm-hmm. i feel like i don't got that song yet yeah. that i want to drop to follow up after whatever else i've been working on for sure but when that shit come y'all can have it i promise we're good we're gonna take it <laughs> we're gonna have it so tell me about a uh, drop Drop. Um, I got that beat from Neely. Shut up, Neely. He sent it to me, and um, I don't know. I think oh, I wrote him back, and I was like, send me some other options because I just want to see like what else we can work on, type shit. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, all right. So I'm like, okay. Then I listened to the song again at like midnight. I think I was like faded at this point too, so I was like, all right, listening to it, and I'm like, songs just came together. That took like, what, 20, 30 minutes? A couple days later, I sent it back to him a rough draft, and he was like, yep, 
And I was like, all right, bet. Because when producers send me beats, I like to make something and then send it back to the producer. Kind of like, do you think we can work or do you not think we can work? Because as much as I value what I just wrote to it, I want to make sure the person who created this sound also values what mm -hmm. I did to it. Especially if it's our first time working together. And that was me and Nelly's first song. So... When he fucked with it, I was like, oh, all right, bet. Like, it's probably going on the project. And he mm -hmm. was like, all right, so. Nice. That was that. Very awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the final song, Take Five. Yeah. Also, very uh, infectious production on that one as well. That one is by Katie Gray. And yeah, I don't right. know him personally, but that beat, that beat is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And I put that, I made that song last. That's probably my favorite one on there. And that's probably the most slept on one too. Because yeah, people yeah. hearing all this hard ass shit and then y'all gotta hear me sing at the yeah. end. So it's like, what the fuck? But I did it at the end on purpose because I wanted people to know like, one, don't put me in this box and think that I'm just gonna come with like hard ass, aggressive raps or whatever the case may be. Two, the songs say what it is. Like, I've been on a new wave. This kind of what I've been on. And that was... That song came around the time when I started like singing more and things of that nature. So I have hella singing songs in my mm -hmm. phone. And I also won't put them out there because people not ready for that. Even the feature requests that I've been getting since the EP have been shaking ass songs. And I'm like, dang, why y'all trying to put me in a box? Because, you right. know, like, uh, that's not what it's about. I'm capable of so much more mm -hmm. shit. That's why I fuck with Cam too and my nigga Bridge, definitely, because... They give me them features that they know I'm capable of, whereas other people just like, yeah. all the right, time, right, it's right. hard-ass bass, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Which is great, but you know, you're capable of taking your sound in so many different directions. It's, that doesn't have to be like the, like the principle of yeah. you as an artist, you know? They it's, don't know that yet, though. Right, I haven't yeah. put out a whole lot of music. People, that's another thing that comes in the title, what's next? People don't know all of my capabilities just yet. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm excited to release that as I'm ready to release that to people. Yeah. Especially for people who are confined to me, like this is what she is. Like, okay, wait until you see all that I am type mm -hmm. shit. And like, I speak this way myself and I've had people at my show say like, she is so cocky or she is so this or she is so that. Like one, don't I have to be confident in myself and my right, capabilities? Yeah. If you're not, people will eat you alive. You know what I'm right, saying? Exactly. Two, it's not cockiness. That's that's really real shit. Like, the more that I explore myself, the more happy I become with what I can create. Like, when I make songs like Take Five and Mood, and I listen back to them, I was thinking to myself, like, dang, how am I going to top this? You know what I'm saying? Because this sounds so good mm -hmm. to me. And then I make something else that's like, dang, how am I going to top this? Because this sounds so good, mm -hmm. you know? So just surprising myself, I'd be happy to let motherfuckers know, like, hey, I've been on some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been right. on some shit lately, but yeah, whatever. For sure. <laughs> well, good. Um, no, like uh, that. All being said, uh, yeah, like so. How would you describe your performances? I think my performances this year has just given me a lot. I did Pride this year. That was. That, had to be that was wild. Yeah. Pride was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Shlee. Shout wow. out to everybody who was oh, on that yeah. stage that night. Shout out to my niggas for sliding through, too, because mm -hmm. that was nice for them to come to a Pride event. Mm -hmm. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, 
I think I've grown a lot as an artist this year. I think I've got more comfortable with my stage presence um, and more dominant up there too. And that is where like the feedback be coming from with the cockiness because people can see like, I talk my shit while I'm on stage, but it's because why not? You know what I'm saying? For one, that's who I am outside of or inside of my artistry. For two, I got a reason to talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want y'all to understand and feel these songs, especially when I perform Havoc and this and that. People got to know, like, y'all was getting on my motherfucking nerves. Yeah, so I created yeah. these songs, you know, type right. shit. Like, we asked for it. it. Yes, we leave me alone. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the shows that I've gotten this year, even if I never do any shows for the rest of the year, like, they've given me so much. And I'm yeah. appreciative for the platforms that I've been on. But I'm ready for so much more, too. Bigger crowds getting more into myself like really identifying where my fan bases are and stuff like that so I can make more moves mm -hmm. you know yeah what do you want your audience to know when they whether they're seeing a Moody show they're listening to Moody like you know on Spotify or something like when people are absorbing your music what do you want them to feel what do you want them to know like my name is what it says it is and it's that way for a reason like Moody is Moody and you can expect moody shit from moody, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, that just means everything. I think it all, my name sums everything up. Don't call me muddy. I'll put that on there. It's on all my social medias, too. I don't understand. Say Rudy. Say Ruby. Say dude. Say moody. Yeah. You know, work, yeah. what the fuck? Right. <laughs> That's stupid, but anyway. Found it out. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. They teach this shit in school, guys. Pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, I don't know, just maybe listen to it once and enjoy the production because I do got some hard-ass beats on all of my songs that's out right now. Shout out to all the producers. Mm -hmm. And then maybe listen to it again and actually hear the words. And, you know, next, just wait until you hear what I got for y'all next. All right, Moody. <laughs> Shining. <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, uh, this is great to talk to you about your music, your EP. Uh, you know, uh, people playing too much. Playing too much. Uh, playing way too much. Get on my face with that. Yeah, right? Miss me with that. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm excited to see uh, what you have coming up next because it sounds like you're in a really, really fucking awesome direction. I hope so. Yeah, so tell me, uh, Moody, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? My dog. The dog. <laughs> Damn dog. My dog. No, really my dreams. Feeling like I'm not where I'm supposed to be at just yeah. yet. Just mm -hmm. making sure that I'm always working towards that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. What puts you to sleep, though? What puts me to sleep? Knowing what my accomplishments are for the day. Fuck yeah. Ooh. That's, that's real. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having sure me. Thing. See you guys. Listen to what's next. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Three, four.